Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic out-of-playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, welcome to the Hedonism Show, broadcast, broadcasting on location from Hedo 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, the world's most iconic adult playground and all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. It's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week and be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and relationships, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. So, so are you deliberating? Are you deliberating about taking your first trip to hedonism too? Because you still have some unanswered questions and insecurities that are holding you back? Well, on today's show, we're going to be chatting with some first-timers who share with us all the things that they worried about and talked about before coming here and what made them finally decide to make the booking. It's an honest account of their journey, physically, mentally, and sexually, and we're hoping our discussions will clear up some of your questions and settle some of the insecurities that, you're hold- that are holding you back from experiencing your most sexy vacation ever. Alrighty, so before we get into the show, as we do on every show, let me tell you about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until you're not. So even if you're not a squirter and you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot and changing your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. It protects against messy massage oils, silicone lubes, and all other sexy wetness. When you're done, you just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. Remember, great sex is messy sex, so to keep your bed dry, simply go to Amazon and search for Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, and order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does. You know, we're Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show, and we are so excited to welcome some special guests. We are joined by a beautiful couple, Jen and Eric, who are here for the very first time. And they are a little bit shy to be here talking to us, but I think this is going to be an awesome discussion. All right, guys. Welcome to our show. Thank Thank you. Thank you for taking time about being naked all over the resort. We've seen you everywhere here, and uh, we're looking forward to this great discussion. Yeah. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your couple, where you met, how long you've been together, and let us get to know you a little bit better. All right, so we have been together for about 17 years. Immediately, sex was fireworks. It was amazing. Um, And then kind of throughout the 17 years, it's ebbed and flowed, where sometimes there are more sex, sometimes... Not as much sex. Hang on one second. So I remember you telling us that the first time you met Eric, you hated him. I did. I did. I absolutely detested him. What happened? So, well, when we first met, he was cocky, he was arrogant, and he was rude. And didn't say please and thank you. You met at school at We met at work. At work. We met at work. Eric, is this true? The meeting at work part, yes. Her (laughs) claiming that I... 
I wouldn't say I was that cocky and arrogant, but I understand where she comes from when she says that. Okay. A loving space, I'm sure. Yes. But then we got into the flow of things at work, and I found that we worked really, really well together, much against my wanting to accept and like him. And then after work, we would start hanging out, have drinks at work, and then it became, hey, what are you doing tonight? There are a bunch of people going out. Do you want to go out? And then we just kind of eventually evolved from there. We found ourselves together more and more, and within a month, it was, oh my God, I love you. I can't live without Within you. a month? Within a month. And what do you think made that change of headspace, mindset? I, I think, and I've never really thought about that, but I think it was from learning how well we worked together. We made a really good team at work. And then just sitting down and having conversations. Did he do something that awed you or that you really felt that was no, over the top? No, he tends to be, even though he is a very confident human being, he tends to be... I used be, to be cocky and arrogant, now I'm just confident. <laughs> I get it. See, I he's get a it. good listener. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a very amazing... Um, but it was seeing him as a person. We had really good conversations, and he asked really good questions. And I think for the first time in my life, I grew up in a small town, he brought different perspectives. He brought he wasn't the same person that you keep meeting and seeing in a small town, and it was, it was a breath of fresh air. Very, very shyly, he asked me. Oh. But could you tell that she was into you by then? Because she must have seen, you must have seen the change in her attitude towards you. God, remembering back 17 years ago is a trick. Yes, in the sense that, like... I left everybody else to hang out with him. Oh. That, yes. I left my core group that I had been with for years. Was he a geeky group or somebody... I was know? new. He was so a transplant. I had moved there. Oh, I see. When, and so it was one where I knew nobody in the area that I was living in okay. except for her, okay. the people that I worked with. Oh. And where did you take her on the first day? We go back and forth on this. The memory, I have a different memory than he does. I mean, is it the bar that was at the golf course? Like, is that what we consider the first date? Are you talking the no, movie No, because that was kind of a group hang. Okay, okay, easier question. Who kissed who first? He asked if he could kiss me. I love it. And what did you say? Yes. yes. Of course. Was it a good kiss? Absolutely. Okay. And did you have sex on the first date? Differing memory. I don't think... He thinks that we had sex before we were officially together. I remember him going down on me and I saw fireworks. Oh, nice. But and I, that, and don't, I swear to this day that was before we were, like, officially together. That I, was before. I call that sex, don't you? I call that sex. Let's let's get this official thing out of the way, <laughs> yeah. okay? We'll just talk about the first time you guys had sex. Fireworks? No, that was when he went down on me. Okay. There were fireworks. That's sex. Okay, then yes. Okay. The first penis, time. Penis and vagina is also sex. only one type it's of one sex. one type of sex. Okay, okay. then sex yes. sex is still sex. Okay. Now that he went down on you, did you suck his cock? I don't think so. Did Not you give him time. extra credit for the going down and making the fireworks? 100%. Like, he I was know. the first person of I people know. I'd been with. I have to say, kudos and credit to Eric. Jack, Eric for putting himself out there and going down on her before expecting her to give him a blowjob yeah, first. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, absolutely. Checkbox, checkbox, checkbox. Great. No wonder you were in love so quickly. <laughs> Boxes I didn't even know I checked. All right, so, so now he's a different person. How has the relationship progressed? 
the way I tell it, when we got together, I lived in a efficiency apartment that was fully furnished. Okay. 17 years later, we're married with a house with three kids. And so, like, we are not the people that we were 17 years ago, even though, like, we're still the same people. Right. So it's... For sure. For sure. We all evolve. For sure. But as far as the progression, it has been a very forward steady progression. There was a time span back in 2017 where there were a lot of setbacks, there were physical injuries, and that was a really hard time. And it, it really, within the last year, year and a half, I feel like we have come out of that time and we're seeing the light again and we're kind of seeing each other again. Cool. So now we're at hedonism. How? How, how did you guys end up here? You're not in the lifestyle. You guys are monogamous. You guys are open when you talk about sexuality. Um, whose idea was it to come here? This was all me. Um, so last month I turned 40. So at some point, it might have been January of last year, she was like, you turned 40 this year, what do you want to do? And it wasn't a small question, it was one of those like, no, think big, what do you want to do? Thought about it, thought about it, thought about And where I got inspiration from was I started doing yoga and I wanted to do yoga naked on the beach. Oh, very cool. So I started looking up like where like where is that even possible? Researched a few different places that like maybe it would be possible. Oh, we have a beach, but I don't know if you can really do that there. Found hedonism. It was like okay. I knew what hedonism was because a few years ago, friends of ours who kind of introduced us to this whole thing. The um, whole lifestyle. Like, it was something I had looked into then just out of curiosity, but, you know, had the idea, explained to her, like, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. I think I explained to her as much as, like, it's hedonism. It's not just nudity. Like, this is a, like, people are having sex with each other in public. And this is what you learned online, or is this what you learned from your friends? Um, this was, like, looking at the hedonism website, uh, looking up reviews, and, like, hey, what did Gathering you do when you were there? Okay. Also, just using the internet to tell you all the things you need to learn from. Okay. And so, like, I felt like I had a pretty good understanding of, like, I've never been to any resort. We've never done anything like this before. So as much as one can prepare ahead of time, I felt really prepared. Okay, so hold that. Yeah. We're going to come back to what you read about. Yeah. To what you've now experienced in a little bit. So, Jen, what did he tell you? So I feel like we need to back up just a little bit. Friends of ours introduced us to the lifestyle right before COVID. And I... As something they were doing? Yes. Okay. And I was absolutely flabbergasted that these two friends of ours were in the lifestyle. You know, you think about stereotypes and how people are, and it just, it took me months to wrap my head around it. And they're your age? Yes. 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 Um, they actually work together. And then him and I started discussing it privately, like, hey, what, what would it be like to have sex with other people? Is that something, you know, you would be interested in? And ultimately the answer was yes. So we have been with the other couple a few times. Okay. Um, and we decided that this was something that we did want to explore more. So cue in that I want to do yoga naked on the beach for my right. birthday. And I said, fine, plan a trip. 
I don't want to know any details. I know where we're going. I know what it's about. But don't tell me anything. I'm so not... the general thing that he was just describing earlier that he learned, he, he told you about that, but that was is all you no, want to know. Oh, no, he, didn't even he told tell you. me hedonism. Ah, he said, okay. we leave this day, we come home this okay. day. And she knew what ha- She knew that it was a like lifestyle resort. Okay. So not just yeah, a yeah, resort I, or okay. an, even I, an English right, resort. But how did you know what to pack? He, <laughs> he packed some of my stuff for me, and I didn't know that until we got here. Smart man. And so he was in a group chat with a group that is here this week. I knew none of that until we were on the plane. And the only thing that he kept telling me, I tend to be an over-prepare when it comes to packing. He said, with everything I've read, you do not want to pack hardly anything. I'm like, but but I need like an outfit to go, you know, just a casual like PJs to walk around in or... Okay. No. So, so I, I need to put a disclaimer here. Okay. Okay. Anybody out there who's thinking about coming to Hedo and surprising their partner without telling them where they're going, don't do it. Well, make sure that your partner is well aware yes. of the situation and asks for this I knew surprise. Where we, they I asked knew for it. where we were going. Right. There have been many people that arrive here where the wife or the husband gets off the plane, on the bus, person still doesn't know where they're going, they show up at Hedo and the other person says, get Surprise! me the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah, it does happen. we did not talk about this. So I think that a lot of it comes down to trust. 17 years, yeah. there has been trust from day one. I knew that he would never get us or me into any situation that I would not be comfortable beautiful, with. Beautiful. I knew that this was a lifestyle resort. Because you gave him the choice to pick yes. his 40th yes. birthday surprise He always that does he so much for us and our family that I wanted to, this to be about him. Nice. And he knew what I was comfortable with. He knew, so none of it with your disclaimer, I feel like we don't fit into that. Okay, good, don't. good. We, we yes. absolutely you don't. don't. Yeah. You don't. But I was absolutely okay with it and very, very excited. Now, before we get into what you've seen here, would you consider yourself bisexual? Do you like women? Yes. Yes. And, and, and you like men? Yes. Do you like me? Yes. Of <laughs> course. Of course. Do you like Kara? Of course. Awesome. She's lovely. Awesome. Awesome. So now you've got all this done, you packed your stuff, very, very considerate husband. So you land, you get on the bus, the hour and a half bus ride, you get here. You what was the discussion on the plane? Were you still looking for cues, clues no. as to where you were going? No, that's when I started asking more questions. That's when I, I think I actually found out that there was a group kind of chat for the group that was going to be here this week. I started talking about some of the events, events that they oh, had good. for the weekend. I under letting her know, like, you know, it's not just that we're there and there's no structure at all, that, hey, there are things planned throughout the week. Oh, I signed us up for a catamaran. Hey, there's this party this night. Hey, there's this different theme this other night. I have no idea what BDSM night's going to be like. I'm curious to see the outfits people have on. Like, starting to get into those sorts of, like, she didn't even know that theme nights were a thing, I don't think, other than the glow one. Because Did you see what I was wearing last night? Yes, you had on the black mesh, mesh. Yes. and then like short black shorts. Like yeah, the very cool good. part about my shorts is it had access, if you were left-handed or right-handed, to give me a hand job. Nice! Yeah. <laughs> I tried last night, but nobody... He told everybody in the room, and nobody you can put your hand right in here. It fits no I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was giving consent to everyone. I didn't know. <laughs> I can wear them again tonight. Okay. So, does anybody of your friends and family know where you are right now? So, My mom is watching our kids. A very awkward conversation where he conveniently was not home. I wrote down... So, up until then, I've always just... It was like, hey, mom, 
we're going to Jamaica, can you come watch our kids? And, oh, where are you going? Oh, a resort on the grill. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of, you know, move hey. on. However, knowing that, like, we're in another country, and she's home with our kids, and yes, we have our phones, but what if something happens, you know? So, I don't, I don't know exactly. So, I typed up pages upon pages of information, in the kids' schedule, the X, the Y, the Z, and then comes the emergency contact paper. And I Googled the phone number for Hito, and I just wrote down the phone number, no resort name. So, I got to that part, and I just quickly jumped over it. Um, his parents tend to be pretty conservative, pretty religious. And she said, oh, what's the name of the resort that you're staying at? Because I conveniently left that out. And I said, we're going to hedonism. And she said, oh, okay. And I'm like, here's our flight information. And just kept going. And kept going. And wow. Now, and now, that was it. Our... Now you don't have to lie. You, I told exactly. you I was going. I cannot and that's lie to save my life. But I cannot what? lie. Like, her uncle knows our friends that are in the lifestyle they know another friend another set of friends of ours we mentioned like even said like i wanted to do naked yoga and she's like i used to do naked yoga in the bathroom oh that's right right. (laughs) so let's let's move on you got here you walked in the front door what do you think I thought it was really warm, and I was glad that I had packed my flip-flops and my carry-on. That's a very um, good first thought. And then, <laughs> so it was weird walking in because you hear naked, 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 but then the whole main area, you have to be clothed. Right. So seeing people clothed and initially taking everything, I was so hungry when we landed. I just, I, my, my main focus was food. I wanted to eat. I, I don't know if we can, I won't say their names, but there were two hosts that were part of the week who were out front when we got here. She came up to us, hey, introduced, blah, blah, blah. Jen was like, I'd love a tour, but I need something to eat first. And she's like, let's take you down and get you something to eat. So ordered food, took us on a tour of everything. That was really helpful just to know, like, where is everything? What's Good, going yes. on? Because you can look on a map, but, like, yeah. until you're actually here. And any newbie who comes here will always be offered a tour. And it's a much larger resort than I had ever anticipated. It's true. It is big. Like yeah. four acres or something. Yeah. It's a good walk. As yeah. somebody walk, who right. didn't do any research, didn't want to know anything, wanted to be absolutely surprised, I was blown away at how big it is here. But then I think after I ate, we went up to the room, and I think we were naked right away. And there was down to the, the hot tub down on the new side. Yeah. Yay. And that was yeah. it. We've been here, and your what? room is on the fruit side. On yes. The side. Okay. So he had heard that the fruit side tends to be a little bit more quiet yes, at night. Right. Sleep is. And yes. that's yeah, sleeping. Yeah. It's important. You have yeah. to be well rested, yeah. well hydrated to have fun. Sure. So we are on the fruit side. Okay. Very cool. Cool. Now, your first day here. Did you make it to the playroom? No. Not the first night. Or the second night. Well, travel day generally is a little bit of a slower day, and yes. it's a Saturday, and I think there was, was there a meet and greet on the first Saturday, or was that right we did, Yeah. We got in on a Sunday. Oh, you got the Sunday. Okay. Yes. So was there a meet and greet on your day? No. Nope. I don't okay. believe so. Okay. I feel like that would have been helpful early on, because really... That's one of the things I look back on. Like, we didn't book the full week that was part of the group. And so, like, next time in hindsight, would I add, would I start on that day and maybe go another day at the end? Yeah, probably. Okay. The best amount of days to come to Hito is 10. Damn. <laughs> you come right before the group, and then you leave right after the group. So you, you arrive. <laughs> you get on, warned up. You yes. arrive on a Friday, right? You get acclimatized. You're here on the Saturday when the new people are coming in. 
and then you stay and leave on Sunday so you can chill and have a nice romantic finishing evening before you go home. Yes, and that's what I think about is being thrown back into the real world and being up late. Like I'm a nine o'clock bedtime person, so being in bed at two o'clock, three o'clock in the pan, when we go home, this is going to be a rough readjustment. So that with 10 days, I can see that. Yeah. A couple of chill days yeah. at the beginning. I mean, it's tough when you have kids at home. I, we, we get that. Everybody yeah. gets that. Actually, five days is probably the most common for people who have kids at home. But don't worry, you got a long life ahead of you. Yes, you absolutely. Plenty more trips to come. Plenty more chances to come. And I've yeah. noticed that it's not, hey, if we ever come back, let's do this. It's, it's when. when we come yeah. back, we need yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. No, so, that's nice. So, Eric. Your fantasy purpose of booking here was to have naked yoga on the beach. That was that was the seed. I get it. I haven't heard anything about what sexual. Adventure. Oh, I want to hear. Wait, did you have naked yoga during yes, the week? Yes, yes. Every morning. Every morning, I oh, seven thirty, eight o'clock down beautiful. on the beach. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Did you have any other ideas? fantasies that you thought you might be able to live while you're here? Definitely. It was one, like, if nothing else, I wanted us to have, like, us together time. No responsibility, no, hey, kid, get off the bed, like, just us. Because that was one of the things the first however many years together where it was just the two of us, you know, we'd lay in bed all day and have a lot have of sex. sex and then have sex later that day. But then, you know, life changes. So it was just, somebody was just looking forward to that. Now That kind of feels like a fantasy in and of itself right now is having know, alone time to be together. But it is a fantasy. I agree with you. That is definitely something you need to fulfill in your it's, life. It's nice to rediscover a partner when you're not distracted it's by... It's like a reconnection that you need yes. and your marriage needs that. 100%. Yeah. Now, have you found that anybody here is forcing you to have sex with them? Not at all. No. Kind of, I don't want to say unfortunately, but no, there there has been absolutely zero pressure. Was that a worry when you thought about coming here? No. 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 Okay. It wasn't. And I, what you learned online, you didn't think that that was an issue? I, I never saw anything where somebody said they were forced or pressured. It was very much like consent is a an understood, like, it, it is a must-have. Must so. And you know, 50% of the people who are here don't play. And that blows my mind. I, don't I heard play that. like with other people. Don't right. play because so far we have not played with anyone else. Right. That's what we he have. Don't exchange partners. Right. So fifty percent of people don't exchange. Everyone assumes everybody's swapping partners around, and that's just not the case. A lot of people are here to reconnect with their partners, or just to enjoy an erotic uh, push, push some boundaries. Yeah, an erotic experience. I didn't expect us to have sex. Like, this morning was the first time we had sex in our room. Every other time, it has either been on one of the cabanas or in the playroom. Wow, that's great. No, liar. Or, <laughs> in the water, there is the catamaran yesterday. There was there a hot was tub a one, hot day tub one the catamaran. Yes. Yeah, and I think one of the fun things is every time that we've been intimate or had sex with each other or anything, there's not the expectation that the other person has to get off. And Carol gave me that really good advice, and and I'm okay with that. I think in the playroom, did you get off that night? Last night? Yeah. No. So that was something where I think in the past I would have felt bad about, like, hey. So, but it was still a successful play session, yes. right? Yes. yes. Well, we had so also had sex earlier, so we did the catamaran and, like, pulled around in the water, but then when we got home, like when we got back here, 
we just stopped at the cabana down by the bar and had sex there before we even went back up to our room. So that was... I would not have ever used the word exhibitionist to describe our sex. I would not have used that. But definitely yes now. But it's very interesting. <laughs> You've discovered something new about yourself. Isn't it a turn off? It, it, like, surprising. Like I said, I think that and my, our acceptance of nudity. I, like, that was when I knew what would happen. But the, yeah. Things you discover. About I've always time. been a nudist at heart. I enjoy being naked. So right away, going to the room, getting naked, going in public, whatever. No big deal. I he was, was nervous. nervous. On the walk to the pool. But then we had talked about on the plane. Well, what happens if I get an erection? Can I walk around with an erection? I had that problem the other day at breakfast. Big deal. Whatever. I couldn't get my food. <laughs> <laughs> Poor David. No, I wasn't naked, but I had an erection in my shorts. Yeah. Big deal. I mean, but it's it, all it, fine. If it happens, it's fine. But it's not like every guy's running around with an erection because there's nude people around. No, but right. it's just, you listen have to, to be. Listen to how wonderful my wife is. We're sitting on the beach two days ago, and she's giving me a blowjob, and she gets me super, super hard. She says, "Can you go get me some shampoo?" <laughs> I'm like, really? Could sure. you ask me for the champagne first? He said, you're going to send me off with this erection? I go, it's nice. Go. It looks yeah, good. Go. It looks good. It's a good you. look. Just no, go. I, went, I went for a walk. Four other women on the way asked if they could suck it. And oh. it took me two hours to get her her champagne. I bet she was really thirsty when you got back. Yeah, no, that was just a fantasy that didn't yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. And I think that's a surprise, too, is there aren't as many erections just walking around as you would think. Yeah. There really aren't. Yeah, that is one of the, the myths about the, you just imagine that you're going to see all these naked people. But I like to really differentiate nudity and sexuality. Yes, there naked is. Naked people doesn't mean it's a sexual thing. It's just like seeing an arm while you're seeing a vagina exactly. or a, a, a vulva. It's an arm. It's a vulva. It's the same thing. It has to have some sexual connotation for it to be sexual. And that's the thing in life that mesmer mesmerizes me in general. As I said, I'm a nudist at heart. I love to be naked, and I don't understand why people have a problem with nudity. It's right. a vagina. It's a butthole. Right. It's a penis. Right. It just is. Yeah, it just is part of the body. Yes. It doesn't mean it's sexual. Yes. Now, there are ways of, of making it sexual. Absolutely. We yes. get that. And there is a differentiation, so that's kind of cool. I guess this is a good segue to take a quick break, quick right? Break. This is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David, and we have an amazing discussion with Jen and Eric. They're first-timers here at Hedo. They're sharing their personal ex experiences of their very first time here. We certainly appreciate that. Uh, so let's just remember that coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matter. All right, let's talk about hedonism too. I know we've been talking about it the whole show. We've been talking about it the whole years. And it's definitely one of our favorite places to hang naked on the beach. It is the sexiest place on earth where you can be as mild or as wild as you like. And as you've heard, you know, we're so excited about it. There's a lot more events coming up in the uh, rest of the year and upcoming. Into so for all those um, events and more information, you can go to thesexylifestyle.com, click on the Hedo link where you can book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. And of course, if you're looking for an open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, you can go to sdc.com and use promo code 30314 to get your first month free. So check it out. Absolutely. 
Alright, this is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David. Let's get back to our show. Now it's our favorite time for our favorite part of our show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. So if you can hear what's going on in the background, it's the band warming up for tonight's show. And every night there is an amazing show here at Edo, performed by the ECs. Um, so far, what did you think about the entertainment here? It's fantastic. I did not know that there was going to be entertainment every night. Um, one of the first nights we got here, there was a tailgate for a national championship football game. Right. And there was a show that was performed, and I thought that was just... What about for- the marching band? Yes! That was the marching band, yes. I didn't realize that that type of entertainment would be every night of the week. Did you enjoy the Fetty show last night? Yes. That was one of my favorites. Sexy. One of my favorites. Yeah, what Wednesday about- night is the best. And what about Wednesday night? Yes, I hadn't, so I'm not the itinerary person. Don't let the cat out of the bag, just talk about the performance. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, not coming Special in. Special guest came on strong at the end. Yes, <laughs> yes. Outstanding. That I will outstanding. Not knowing what the lineup was for the night, and then to be surprised on top of that, was, it was worth it. And, you know, the whole point here of having those very sexy and erotic type shows is to get the juices flowing yeah. so that the couples can go back to the room or meet new friends or whatever it is they want to do. And the goal is to get the juices flowing. And I think they do a good job on Wednesday definitely. nights. I was definitely blown away at the erotic show. I did not expect to see, I expected to see a good show, but I did not expect for it to be erotic. It was a good show. A lot of skin. Yes. A lot of butt. Yes, I like butt. So you guys have spoken about, you know, coming here, trusting each other, um, that you had great sex um, before you got here as a couple, but now that you're here and you're seeing a lot of new things that you've never seen before, how has your level of communication improved and your couple changed um, based on your experiences here so far? That's a good question that I've not put much thought into. Everything with him has always been instinctual and trusting, and there has been a long wall in our relationship with kids in different circumstances that we have not had a lot of sex. And I have always told him, you know, the sex is maybe once a month. And I've told him, I want to have sex with you. I still love your cock. It is the best sex I've ever had in my life. But I am just, I'm exhausted. I'm absolutely exhausted. And at nighttime is the only chance we get to have sex. I just want to go to sleep. So with as much sex as we've been having here, and as much as I just play with him, or he plays with me, or just being in a pool and reaching back and grabbing his dick, or having my tits sucked in a pool. Like, I told you. I told you I still want to have sex, and I still desire you. And so it has been a wonderful environment to reconnect and really prove to him, yes, this is what I still want, but I don't always have the capacity. And as far as... Well, I mean, like... Oh, that's good communication. Yes. Well, our... If you want to talk boundaries coming in, I think on the way here, you said, as long as you don't come on me, come in me during this trip, then I'll be okay. I think that was my biggest boundary. Because you didn't pack any underwear and you didn't want to have to deal with... Yes, yes. that's what I I do. I I told him that on the plane. Do not come in me. I will be pissed at you because I don't want to have to walk around. For those of you who have not had a vasectomy or anything, you should. And then all the time. Sorry. Sidebar. I've had a vasectomy. Carol? My my tube's tied. tied. When I come in her, 
I just call it flip flop. I don't care. What do you call it? Flip flop. Oh, I don't care if I flip flop on the floor. Okay. All she does is take a cloth and wipe it. I, I know it. No, it continues to flip flop after time. It, see, yeah, it does. I know, it does. I know. But some are more liquid understand. than others. It's, it's like irritating. Don't you like the feel? Absolutely, one hundred percent. But afterwards, yes. I say to David, I said, "You're, you're still dripping out of me." He says, "Guilty as charged." <laughs> so we just we just go with it. And we celebrate that. That's we don't worry about it. I had brought that up to him, so I had hysterectomy back in 2020. So I don't have a cervix or a uterus, and it's amazing to me. Something I never would have thought is when he does come in me, it doesn't drip out forever. Oh, you know, where that, yeah. when you have a cervix and a uterus, you yeah. sit down, yeah. it squirts yeah. out. But still, that initial, when you stand up and yeah. it all comes, like, it's just irritating. It's I'm, a I'm sensory... Gonna back up. I'm going to back up. I, I just don't understand the problem here. It's, it's annoying. So and, it's, and it's a sensory... She does not like the feeling of that, which everybody has so their own point of view. Have you Yes. Okay. You haven't come inside her. I have not. He's not even in her ass. No. <laughs> He's been good. It's all good. It's all good. You're it's so obedient. He's a good listener. If he you wants have, more sex. you do pull out and come in her mouth? On my Normally stomach, just on our stomach yeah. or, back or, or there might be a towel, like in the cabanas, we had a towel beside us so we didn't come all over the sheets, sure. um, and I just had him come on a towel. The way I look at it, we're here this week, and if that is the one rule that I must comply with while I'm here, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. be it, right? So be it. So be I guess it. so. You know, could she, could, she could have had much more restrictive rules. We could have agreed to disagree. And maybe next time she's going to feel more comfortable flip-flopping. Okay. I like the flip-flopping. I might take that turn from you if you don't mind. You have to be careful on the white piles in your bedroom. Yeah, because you can't see it. Because flip-flopping oh. could be slippery afterwards. Well, I use coconut oil as a moisturizer, yeah. and I opened it last night to put some on my face, and it spilled out onto the floor. I hadn't thought that it was going to liquefy on this trip. And I told him, I'm like, it's a good thing there's a towel on the floor. One of us would slip on this tile. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good point. Absolutely. Well, we need to um, resolve your psychological issues. So we're going to send you one of our top waterproof blankets. You can come all there over you your go. bed and not worry about it. And then Fantastic. you have to wipe it up. Fantastic. <laughs> Sex juices. Yes. So you said that that was one of the things we talked about on the plane down here. There was a boundary. Is there any other boundaries that you recall? That was on the way here. I think not even the first night, but maybe the next day. I was kind of like, hey, we haven't officially discussed terms. Like, what Like, what are you or are you not okay with while we're here? Other oh, boundaries other than, you know, coming. Other than football. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, so when you get here, we didn't know this until the second day. I kept seeing these necklaces on people. So I finally went up to somebody and I said, hey, what does the necklace represent? And she said, oh, I don't know. There's a lady up at the front booth by the reception the check-in area, and she's making necklaces. I said, okay, fantastic, let's go get a necklace. Well, we get up there, it turns out that you get a necklace and it has different beads and it has your name on it. It has your name on it, Yes, and it represents, it can represent with the different bead choices that you make, what you are interested in and what you aren't interested in so other people know, other people in the lifestyle will know. And so we were up there looking, it's like a menu, like, hey, this color means this, that, and the other. And we were looking at the menu of choices, and I just, I looked at him, and I said, well, we can't have gold, because we're not, veteran isn't the right word, yep. but experienced here. But the only other one that 
we did not choose was black, and that was BDSM. That's not really our Not why we're here. Yes, we're into it, but probably not nearly as hardcore as other people might be. So we omitted the black, and that was kind of our boundary setting right there. Well, that was good because the discussion happened. Yeah. So there's one of your communication things, which I think David wanted to ask you about earlier, is how it is your communication. That was one of the first things you started by saying, where are our boundaries? Uh, and do you, do you like the idea that you're advertising what you're into on your necklace? I do. Um, I feel the initial information I got from somebody who said the necklace didn't mean anything, it just had a name, I feel, did that person not know that the necklace that they were wearing, is that what it meant? So there still is a little bit of a question, but it's nice to be able, if nothing else, for identification. So you walk up, oh, your name's, hi, David. My name's Jen. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Did you get the one that says you like girls? I did. Me too. I did. Oh, fancy that. <laughs> fancy that. And then I'm a full swap swinger. Okay. And um, these are actually from Bliss. Where the, the colors mean absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, colors. Do you just put them on there? But Hito and some other places do have some significance. The problem is, in the industry, there's no It's not really universal. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and that was yeah. the thing. We had options to get a black cord for our necklace or a rainbow cord. And I like colors, so I chose rainbow. And then I asked after the necklace is made, wait a minute, does rainbow mean anything? And he said, no, there's no difference between the black cord and the rainbow cord, just some people like the colors. Well, now we know your name, and now we know what you're into, and if, some, and, and if, if nothing else, it's at least a conversation starter. Yes. Well, if yes, you're looking at somebody's, well, I'd say cleavage, like not that anybody has tops on really, but then you can, you know, right yeah. away and yeah. know someone's name. You know what's another good way? People like this. Hi, Jen. I'm David. So what are you into? And yeah. that starts I feel like yeah. somebody asked me that question already on this trip. Really? Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been in the lifestyle? If a woman walks up to a guy in this environment and compliments his shorts, shorts. is that an initial pickup? Is that a... I think she just likes your shorts. Okay, I guess I was wrong. So that's I told her it was thing. a great way to, you know... But you say, thank you for liking my shorts. Did you like anything else? You could have just gone and run with it. That's no, all the good problem. Job. The question is, why are you wearing shorts? Mm, I <laughs> like where you are. Touché. And she says, wow, I like your cock. Yeah. That's an opening. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. But people are very liberal and free at just walking by and it's giving so a compliment. Nice. It's so nice. Like, I was walking back from the new pool and I was walking back toward the fruit side. I was by myself and there was a couple walking by and they still had clothes on at this point. And he just looked at me as I was walking by and he said, why are you nude? It's so beautiful. Oh, nice. So at that point I'd already walked past him and I didn't know what to say so I just kind of laughed because at first I thought, I'm like, well you're at a nude resort, why would I? Yeah. People be nude. Yeah, that was like nice. yeah. Very, very nice. But you know, being here, the best way to find out what someone or a couple is into is just by stopping and talk to them and ask them. Yeah. And if they ask you the same thing, you have this discussion. And if you're not into the same thing, it's okay. They're still going to be your friends. Yeah. You might not talk to them in the playroom or play with yeah. them, or you might not even be into swinging because you might say, "Hey, we're not into swapping. We're just here for you know." Vacation, and that's all good. Those conversations are more important than the colors of the beads in your necklace. Definitely, definitely. So, and it's like I told him, I took a picture of the bead menu choices because I said, "There's no way I'm going to remember." Right, right. And if someone um, asks you, "What's the white for?" You have like, to answer. I don't right? remember. <laughs> Damn it. Uh... So, just walking around and looking at people's necklaces and seeing the bead colors, I don't remember. I know. I remember looking at the choices, and there was white, and that was. The hall pass. pass, where 
it just signifies that you are giving your partner that you're there with permission to do something without you present. So I, I looked at him and I was being like, watched. so I was like, hop. I think so. I was like, call pass? And we just kind of said, yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. Because I trust that if he feels safe enough to do something, he'll do it. And if I feel safe enough. And so have you done any swapping or any touching if you want to share? You we have not. So last night was the first time there was a couple that we've gotten to know and we've had great conversations with. And I was talking to them. There was the glow night party and I was talking with them and then I got distracted by some other people and sometimes I can carry on two conversations sometimes I can't and so I found it anyway I, I didn't go back to talking to them that night and um, Eric said hey they told me that they're going down to the playroom if we wanted to join them and they're new to the lifestyle they don't swap but they like to have other people present they like to be watched and be watched in parallel play and so by the time we made it down there, they were long gone, long gone. So I saw them on the beach yesterday, and I said, hey, I totally didn't mean to blow you guys off. I got super distracted. We went down to the playroom later, and you weren't there. So last night, we were hanging out with them, and we did all end up going down to the playroom together. And there was the dungeon area, and we had never used a sex swing before. Um, it was just something that was never high on our list. So we took turns with the other couple in the sex swing, and there was the cross. And then we just all ended up fucking under the sex swing on mattress wow. and it was wonderful so it was really nice to be able just parallel yeah yeah, yeah. just part. even though would I have liked to touch other people yes but it was still just so fun just to look over and just watch other people absolutely oh, yeah. and so, we like I think while we were dancing I know that she had been talking to her the women I think had been talking more about specifics or overall scenarios that they were okay with so I think I just asked her, like, hey, what are we okay with? And there really isn't... So, for example, when we were in the playroom last night, when we were in the dungeon, we started fooling around, we started having sex, and at one point he said, stop, wait a minute, what is our safe word going to be? Because in the phase of life that we're in, we don't, we don't get too rowdy with sex. Sex feels good at night, we have sex, we go to bed, that's it. And I was like, fuck, I don't know. Stop. Yeah. Stop that's what I the say. safe word. Good safe word. That's yeah, what I yeah, and that's what it is. Because when you're chaining someone up to a cross, yeah. I thought it was prudent to have <laughs> some sort of good something ready to go just in case. Kudos to you for thinking about it. And I yeah. don't know if I'd be able in the moment to remember something else. Yeah. We were we were drunk, but not to the point of inebri inebriation right. or not being able to talk or walk right. or anything. And so that was just the first thing. Stop. No, perfect. So have you been to the nude pool after midnight the nude pool after midnight i think our first did, night uh, in second, second yes. night i think the first day and second night we were in the hot tub did were things have, happening what, what, what yes, did you see no, yes no, that's not the question oh okay go ahead did you have pizza oh pizza. no we no. didn't we have actually the nude grill whatever the food place that's we have not actually got anything from that place uh, and i Pizza. Do it. But the grilled cheese that they do in the main lobby. Like, I told him, I, I get know, rewarded. Over there and they do grilled cheese there, too. I will agree to disagree. Okay. The grilled cheese. Well, he's saying they do the grilled cheese down there, too, and it's the same grilled oh, cheese. Oh, they do? Oh. With well French fries, oh. ketchup, salt. They have the best nice. French fries here. Oh, I know. The best I know. French fries That's what I had for lunch today. A whole plate of French fries nice. and ketchup. That's and it. chicken. Oh, your fish. <laughs> no, I didn't have any. I ate the French fries. French fries. I will really miss so the good. French fries. So let's tonight, go back to tonight. what you saw at the hot tub. Oh, so we're just Well, like the first, first day here, we go to the hot tub. And so there's 
the hot tub, and then there's like the, the upper part tub. of the pool, and then the little grotto area, and the upper pool, and then the lower pool with the bar. Right. You know, you get it. And I think at one point I glanced over and I was like, he's getting a blowjob, just standing in the middle there, next to the grotto area. Like knee deep in the water. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay. How much you breathing? I don't know. No, her head was above water. It wasn't that long. But then the the two people next to them, then he got a blowjob. So there were two guys standing there in the middle. And it's like, okay, this is interesting. And it's like, then there was like one or two other people. No, back up, back up, back up. Sorry. So the two guys who were, were receiving blowjobs... There was a woman who had their back to them. So when everybody started pointing out, like sometimes you see people pointing out like, oh, hey, look what's going on over there. And sometimes just like, oh, yeah, whatever, big deal. Back to our conversation. But this woman turned around and the look on her face, it was a mix of disgust, of being absolutely shocked, appalled. The look on her face, that's what, I was like, hey, look at her, look at her face. And like, that was a new guest arriving? I don't know. It, no, she was in the pool. Oh, she, she was in the hot tub with us oh, on the okay. other side of the house. just the look on her face, and it, I, like I said to him, I said, does she not realize where she is uh, and the things that happen? Yeah. And then I think less than an hour later, she was 15 minutes later, she was, she was, was blowing the guy she was okay. with. Yes. So maybe someone had just made a comment, and her, I don't know. her look was to a comment and not to what you but thought it might have been. But she kept looking back and coming back with the Or she was just so, so amazed by what was yeah. going on. I don't maybe. Know. maybe it was supposed to be her giving the blowjobs and someone cock-blocked her. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. So yeah. there, there were yeah. no fights. It, yeah. it didn't she wanted to be the fight. first one, maybe, yeah. and she was shown up by them. Mm-hmm. That's and what it could have been. And you didn't want to step in and be the referee and say, I'll take care of you boys and push the two women away. I was happy just sitting there. You'd have to ask first. Now, was that something you expected when you arrived at Cedo, that you would see sex definitely, like that? Definitely. Okay. I would be... I was expecting that sort of yes. thing, definitely. I would be really disappointed if I did not see any public blowjobs, sex, And you guys anything. participated as well at some point? With, oh, yeah. With our, by ourselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, the, so tell us what it feels like to be an exhibition. You, you fuck like in six or seven different places on the resort. There's yes. a water park up yes. here. Like, can they make more noise dropping? I know, the right? They're setting, setting up, up the dinner. It is, it's freeing. It's validating. It's, this is, I don't remember if I told him or the other couple that we were hanging out with. It feels, I've always gone through life feeling like I don't belong somewhere. I have always felt like I have morals. You are. You need to be a good person. You need to do good things, and good things come back to you. That's. Those are my core values in life. I'm a good person, but I've always felt like I don't belong because I tend to be very liberal. I tend not to take sides. I understand every situation. You know, with rare situations like, oh no, 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 I don't get that. But I've never understood why this isn't life. It's a natural part of life. It is healthy, and why we put a damper on it, and we shame people, and we judge people, and we scrutinize, and we don't teach our children better, I don't get it. And this is the first place where I've really felt like, oh my gosh, this is life. It is in the beauty in people that you see here. I was saying to him, I have barely seen fake nails. I have not seen, I get goosebumps just talking about it. I've not seen fake eyelashes. Like, yes, you see breast jobs, which... Yeah. Whatever, that's, I would love to have a breast augmentation. But you don't see hair extensions, you don't see tons of makeup. It is just 
naturally beautiful human beings. And I think that to be able to appreciate a human body for what a human body is, and I told him, I'm like, I feel so much better and more confident in my naked body knowing it's not what it was 20 years yeah. ago. We've had three but babies. Yes, on. yes. And then you put clothes on and things hit weird and they squish things and it makes you self-conscious. Like, I love being naked. I always have. So you were comfortable. A whole different value. Yes. Yes. And that's why you're comfortable just going into the little cabanos and having sex where other people can see you because you're just comfortable with who you are. Yes. And I mean, previously, we used to always have sex with the lights on or in the daylight years and years and years ago when I was in tip-top shape of my life. And then life happens and babies happen and there's cellulite and there's things that jiggle that never used to. I'm like, I don't want him to see the cellulite. I don't want him to see the jiggle, but here, what the fuck ever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It do- and like, laying sprawled out on a cabana after you're done having sex, like, is somebody going to see my butthole? Maybe. Yeah. I don't care. I'm comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. There's no judging. There's no materialism. No. There's, there's, there's... In, the, in the materialism, that is a thing in life I don't understand. And it, just being around like-minded people who are here to have fun, it's, it's liberating. I mean, when you sit down at a table here, you could be sitting beside a billionaire, and you, and you don't know, and no it doesn't idea. matter because no you have a uh, energy or a vibe, and that's all that matters. And I've, I've sat here in the main dining area so many times thinking, if these were people who had just met each other and they were out on a date, would they be chowing out down on these amazing plates of food like they are now? Like, I have put more on my plate here <laughs> and just, like, gone to town eating in public and not given a shit about yeah, it. Yeah, that's great. Like, nothing that's great. So we have, you know, a little bit of time left in the show. There's a couple of important things we want to ask you guys. So you have one more evening to go here before you go home. And... People sometimes say, oh my god, I can't believe I have to go home. Our concept is, if you don't leave, you can't come back. And we're going to talk about, you know, you guys possibly coming back a little bit later. But tonight being your last night, Jen, do you have a fantasy that you would like to fulfill tonight? Yes, I have fantasies. Does it have to be fulfilled tonight? Excuse me. No, because I'm not going to push something that's not meant to be. Okay, so let's. What, what is this fantasy? So my fantasy, I realized. I think it was. I think it was after the couple, the one couple that we have been with, that introduced us to the lifestyle back home. I realized I've always loved women. I've always appreciated a woman's body. Like I will sit down right next to him on a park bench. And like, oh, she has a really nice ass. Oh my gosh, her boobs—they're amazing. Um, so I've definitely become more interested in women. Like I, I would. I would love to be with a woman, um, but having no experience, you know, I don't want to go up to an experienced couple and be like, "Hey, I'm a newbie. I've never been with a woman. Can I play with your vagina?" Like, but you, do, could, but but you, you can when you when you feel comfortable enough to do that. Right, right. So I think coming into this, I hear that there's a meet and greet night. Um, not knowing everybody who is here for the lifestyle or we're here just to be naked. I think I would have felt much more comfortable knowing some of the people early on and knowing what they wanted and what they were trying to get out of the trip. But it's kind of hard. So I'm really glad that David walked up to us that night on the beach to take our picture. You guys have been a fantastic resource of asking questions. But how do you approach somebody? Like, hi, my name's Jen. I want to have sex with you. That's kind of how it goes. So what are you into? I mean, you can make it a little bit more broad. Yes. Yes. Uh, What are you into? Are you into girls? Are you into guys? You guys play at home? What kind of play do you do? 
And so, yeah, you can just ask whatever general questions you want to get to know somebody and what are what are they looking for. And you know, it's, and it's okay to ask. The, the opening, hey, I'm a newbie, and I just wanna, I just wanna try something. It's so. Um, well, it's clear what you're looking it's for. It's not clear, but it's very. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're opening. You're vulnerable. Your, yeah. You're vulnerable. Yes. Great word. It, you're opening yourself up to this couple, and some people will say. Absolutely. Like, like, we know we spent a lot of time talking, asked a lot of questions. There's <laughs> a lot of questions. Yeah. And, and I, I think, you know, you're a great listener and you are uh, going to go home and, and rethink. Home? Whole What's home? Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, don't, don't put that in her head already. And, you know, the, the, hey, I'd like to touch another woman's pussy. It's so doable. It is so doable. You just have to ask. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna ask Eric last night. Okay, maybe I should just ask, what is your fantasy? And then you can tell me if you want to have it tonight or not. So we can go big here and say, you know, multiple women together at the same time, but in a, you know, reasonable. Because that's unreasonable, you know? With one night to go, you gotta plan that shit out ahead of time. I don't think so. Okay. I like the moxie. Yeah, but, but you can have the fantasy whether you do it tonight. You can have the like fantasy. There have definitely been like women throughout the course of the week that have been attracted. I have not pursued, made any sort of like overt gestures towards anyone. How much of that is because of your shyness and yes, your in your awkwardness? Yes, that's exactly what it is. I'm not denying any of that. So you haven't made any advances, advancements, but you thought about it. You met some people that you could have. Yeah, so I think that would be like. A, so you want to see a bunch of women together, or you want two women sucking your cock? Yes. I, I think you say yes to both yeah. of those. Yes. Okay. It's not a yes. Okay. Nice. And you don't think you can make that happen tonight? Going into the playroom, you just lightly ask. Them. Well, likely in the hot tub tonight, if you're sitting yeah. beside another couple, and if you tell them that my fantasy is to have someone touch my coffee together with my wife. Even better, your wife goes up to the other woman and say, hey, my husband. My husband's like, fantasy is for two of me. us to touch the cock. Maybe, don't, maybe she doesn't want to suck the cock, but certainly start by touching a cock. And yeah, two women touching your cock, that's a very nice first step. Yeah. Okay. Tonight, I'd like three women to suck my cock. I know, baby. You've been asking me all week <laughs> long. My birthday week. I know. I've been hearing you all week long. Let's make it happen. Okay, we'll make it happen tonight. Our friend's coming tomorrow, so I know it's going to happen tomorrow. So, well, I was going to ask how you were going to make that happen. <laughs> it's going to happen, don't worry. I, I have ways. It, we're not going home without your, your three girls on your phone. That's going to happen. One on my face. Maybe one will be on your face and two on the car. Okay. So, okay? after all the questions numbers. that we have been asked, can I pose a question to you guys? Absolutely. How do you go home after a trip from like this? And you know, Maybe some of your trips are more adventurous than others. Maybe... This might be a more mild trip and you haven't done a lot, but on those trips where a lot has happened and you go back home and you might not have the resources or the network at home, is it a bummer? Do you feel let down that things aren't happening back at home and you look forward to the next trip? How do you manage? First thing we do, because we do travel so much, is on every single trip we have a date just the two of us. On your trip? Yes, on the trip. while we're here. We go out, we have a nice romantic dinner, the two of us. We have sex, two of us. It might be um, on one of the beds, it might be in our room. It's not in the playroom, it is just us. And it makes sure that we stay always connected. Because any of these occasions, we need to come home a stronger couple than we were before the trip. Right. Um, when we go home, 
we just talk. We talk about all this stuff. When we have sex at home, we use the stuff that we've seen here in the playrooms and blowjobs at the pool and all that as our porn. Yeah, that's how we talk for about fantasies yeah. when we're home. So we try to remember. As we many were right of the there scenes. when we saw it. Yeah, and I had never seen a glory hole in person. So to see that in the dungeon last night. What was the thing in the like the fetish room? It was like I a sawhorse. It's like a sawhorse. Yeah, but. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? It's a, it's a horse. What is it called? Is it just yeah, a horse? It's called okay. a horse. horse. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can be bent over in different positions and tied to it in okay. different positions, and you can be flogged mm-hmm. on that. For example, they sometimes could be mounted on it. So it could be used in different ways. Okay. We're not big into BDSM, so we don't know all the techniques. But Same. The Carol likes the sex one. Yeah. You know why? doesn't have to do any work. That was great. I had to hold on to it pretty tight. That's the one yeah. thing. Honestly, my biggest complaint, and this is, you know, nitpicking. As a taller person, I, if, in hindsight, I would have adjusted the chain. I know because it's all just to adjustable. Get her, like, a, yes. just a little bit yes. higher up. Hindsight. And you if know. you had your own sex swing, you would exactly. exactly. It would be right perfect. So, Nobody listening is giving you any sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting point about the sex swing. At home, we have mounted in our ceiling. We have it's a hammock swing. It, it's literally just a swing. And before we got into the lifestyle, we knew what a sex swing was, of course. But people would come over and they would see the hook if I had the chair down for a while because sometimes it just got in the way. And they would say, hey, what's that hook for? And, you know, some people would say, oh, is it for a sex swing? So now I wish I remembered who those people were so that I could go back and be like, hey. (laughs) Alrighty. We are, believe it or not, at the end of the show. We have a couple of minutes to ask you for some final sexy advice. Okay. So what would you say to couples who are thinking about coming to hedonism? And maybe they have those questions that you guys had. Maybe they haven't done all the research and they're still a little bit afraid and maybe their stomachs are still in a bit of a knot and they're worried about what's going to happen when they get there. What would you say to them now that you guys have been here and you've got over that hump of the initial arrival? Uh, Okay. Hands down, I would say, is the person who did not plan this trip, who wanted to know zero details about the trip. I just wanted to know where we were going, flight information, and we'll figure the rest out. I knew where we were coming. I I knew that Hedonism was a lifestyle resort, a nudist resort. I knew all of that, and I was okay with that. If you have a partner or somebody that you trust to plan the trip, do it. And don't ask any questions. But, But I would say... That is really a good conversation if you don't have a partner or you guys haven't discussed this before. Find out what you're getting into. Maybe Eric can answer some of the more general resources that he used to find out what it was about, what people had to say. I don't tend to like reviews and too much information. So what would you say? Did you have a little bit of a worry before you booked this place or did you have enough information to say, this is going to be awesome for the two of us and very exciting? I, like, I looked up several different, like, trip reviews on Reddit, a few other forums where people outline, like, you know, this is what it was like when I was there, this is what we did, so I felt like those those were pretty spot on as far as what my expectations were, and I think, like, largely, absolutely spot on with expectations. Can I add something to that? So, not knowing the different groups that you could book with different groups depending on what your lifestyle preference was I have heard that this was a really really good week to be here 
And I, I have felt that throughout the whole resort. There is such a good chemistry between everybody who is here. And that is because the people that are here compatible with you guys. There are other groups that come. I'll give you an example. The bubbly bears, who are all over 75, and they're all compatible with each other. Right. There's other groups that come that are all about bisexual women. So... Pick and choose the right week. You guys got so lucky. Apparently so. It yeah. has been incredible. And I guess, like, I put, like, I looked at the groups throughout December and then the groups in January. And I, you know, December got eliminated because nobody could watch the kids at that point. And so just kind of reading through the descriptions, I thought this would be, like, a fun group to be a part of. Well, I thought also because you wanted yoga on the beach, and that's and something they're offering well, here this exactly. week. Well, it's not every be, day, right? But that, that could also be any time throughout the year here, too. Uh, right? not, not necessarily. I don't think that you, you can. Well, I didn't do no, it as the naked group. Yoga. I just, you, can, general, you know, right? you can do it by yourself yeah, any day that I you want. You. But as far as you were going to say, like, the people, if you're not sure about it, I will say, like, it is nerve-wracking to walk out of your bedroom completely naked. For the first time. For the first time. And the walk down to the beach the first time, it can be a little unsure. But hey, there's a naked person. And hey, there's a naked person. And nobody's looking at you. Nobody gives a shit about you and your insecurities. Yeah. You're just a naked person walking they to the beach. Because they don't care. And one thing we do have to say is there's a clothing optional site where is it the first step you want to take, is it naked? You can be on the clothing optional site, come out in a sexy bathing suit. Do go not, to the beach and take your top off. Yeah. But do exactly. not wait till day five to say we're going to try the new site. Because we know once you go new, there's no going back. You don't. Like, I can't even fathom putting on clothes to come into the main dining area. I'm like, what the fuck? I have to, like, put... Right. Really? Instead, well, you go to the other beach when you meet there. Yes, for and as I'm walking out of the dining area, I'm already stripping off my wrap. All I have is a wrap. The sides are open, so it's incredible what counts as being clothed in yes. the dining area. So in 30 seconds, would you guys say that what you read and what you expected before you got here, after being here for a week, has met? exceeded your expectations. Exceeded. Absolutely, without any question, 100% exceeded any expectation that I would have had for the place. But coming in kind of blind, not knowing anything, I didn't have any expectations. I didn't want to be disappointed. I didn't want to be let down. I just wanted to have fun. Awesome. All right, guys. The end of another great show with some great guests. Thank you so much both for being here and opening up and sharing your stories with us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. It was awesome. And uh, like we do every week, we want to thank all our listeners for being here week in and week out. Just a reminder to join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. And how to set all the tables at dinner time. <laughs> and we're learning a lot sitting here. Dinner's coming quickly. Go all ahead. right. That's it for our show today. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course... Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.